0: Philip Lanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine.
1: Well, hey, first of all, so let me say this, Philip, as we get started here. It's great to have another fellow veteran on. Um, Wayne, great to have you here. Uh, Love hosting other veterans uh, and keeping that veteran connection going in the war room. Uh, and Philip, all you, my friend, take her away. Right on. Wayne Taronis. Did I say that right?
2: Yes, sir. That's correct,
1: man.
3: Uh, thank you for stopping by. How you doing today? How are you feeling today?
2: Yeah, I'm doing well. And, uh, out here in El Paso, Texas, it's about hey. 98 degrees. So it's kind of <laughs> hot, but, uh, wow. have a great day, man. It's been really productive. And, uh, yeah, definitely thank you for the opportunity to speak today. Um, you know, obviously to both of you, as well as to the, uh, the veteran brewers, and
3: the future veteran entrepreneurs, man. That's awesome. Yeah, no, wow. El Paso. I've got some family out in San Antonio and they said the same thing. It just, doesn't make sense to be outside. <laughs> um, now I've got to ask, uh, cause we did get a chance to learn that you were a vet before we hit record. Do you have anyone in your family that's an entrepreneur prior to you?
2: Uh, yeah. So I had my cousin who was a um uh, he was a state champion in Illinois as a future business leader of America. Uh, never went to college. He was self-taught. And now he's, uh, now he's a millionaire um, in his early 40s. Uh, but Yeah, he was, a, he was an entrepreneur. Um, he's really the only one.
3: Okay. And were you close to him or was this something you had heard of and then just went on about your own business?
2: No, I actually helped him out a little bit. Uh, I helped him out with uh, government contracts. I had to get on base and stuff. I helped him out with uh, his sales team. Wasn't doing very well because whenever they encountered indifference, they would hang the phone up. Um, I was a really successful Marine Corps recruiter. Um, so whenever uh, so I went back home. And I taught them basically, to, look, man, let me see your phone technique. They go on the phone. They're like, oh, we're not interested. And then they're like, all right, cool, thanks a lot, and they hang up. And I was like, no, man. You got to ask them, you know, what's the current service provider? Uh, are they happy? Are they not happy? So I basically taught his sales team how to probe.
3: Nice. Yeah. The art of the sales call. <laughs> sure. Oh wow. The, the the
1: the probe that sounds ridiculously uh familiar because I I did a two-year stint as an army recruiter and freaking hated it every minute of it.
2: <laughs> I love it. It's awesome.
3: <laughs> oh man. What what do you think makes a good uh a good Army recruiter, military recruiter, Marine recruiter. And it, based off your experience and the things that you've seen, are there qualities that make people good over the phone in that in that respect?
2: Uh, I mean, there are. I think there are qualities, right? Um, but for for me, I mean, I was in an area that had never been successful. So San Luis Obispo, California had never been successful. We were getting our butt beat by the Army and the Air Force. Um, and I did not want to be a recruiter. But I was coming up for promotion, and I was like, hey, man, this is not what I wanted to do. And Rico kind of chose it, but I really have no choice. And I don't like I like getting my butt beat by the other services. So, hey, let's do this. Um, so, for me, it was more like a challenge, more more of a pride thing. Um, I mean, I think being a little extroverted helps you a little bit. But I, I think guys that an are introverted and on the phone do phenomenally well. Um, yeah, I just didn't – like. I don't like losing, man.
3: Yeah. Okay. There's a competitive side to you. And is this what sort of spurred you to go into the world of entrepreneurship? And can you add to that sort of a little bit about like specifically how you see things moving forward, like what your current plans are and where your vision is for the, for the future of your company?
2: Yeah. So the crazy thing, man, is uh, I never really, really planned on being an entrepreneur until the very end of my career. Um, I was in Virginia. I had great jobs. They were like six-figure jobs. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to you know, I'm gonna chase the money and stay here in D.C. You know, family's doing well. Kids like the schools. Um, but then I, I obviously was on my way out of the Marine Corps, and I was getting some treatment for um, combat injuries. And I started to talk to my friends, and then I'm like, hey, man, you guys are highly qualified. You got, like, master's degrees, and uh, you're not really chasing the money. Like, why not? And I'm like, Wayne, after doing 20-some odd years in the Marine Corps, um, we're kind of financially secure. They really don't need the money, so we're going to do something that's, that makes us happy. Vice um, chasing the money. So I kind of thought about that. I was like, man, that's kind of crazy because all my good friends are highly educated, and they can make a lot more money, but they actually follow their passion, um, and they're enjoying life. So I was like, okay, cool. What do I have to do? I was like, okay, hey, well, I like the youth. Um, I like helping kids. So I started as a nonprofit um, while I was still in the Marine Corps. And the nonprofit was kind of based upon, I was like, hey, how did I get here? Like, how did I get into the Marine Corps? How did I get to 30 years? Um, so it was kind of like a, a soul searching thing, man. And I was like, you know what? I grew up poor on welfare and food stamps with a single mom. Um, I was athletic, but I couldn't pay for, for sports and stuff unless people helped me out. So I said, hey, man, I'm going to go back to El Paso, where my wife is from, and I'm going to basically um, help the kids that are underprivileged. I'm going to help them play sports. I started this nonprofit called Pathway to Sports. And that's what we did.
3: Oh, man. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So what are the challenges that you face as a nonprofit that maybe don't apply to every other business?
2: Um, so what hasn't applied is like loans, right? So loans, a business loan you can get. Nonprofits are a little more challenging. Uh, there's grants, but they're hard. Um, so funding is the hard part, man, for a, for a non-profit, because you got to do fundraising, you got to ask people for money, but they don't want to give you money unless you're a 501c3 because they want to feel good, but they also want the, chat, uh, the write-off, right? Uh, so funding in the first year or two has been extremely challenging, and I've been self-funded, um, but now I'm kind of like figuring out, you know, I have some partnerships with the city of El Paso, uh, which has been advantageous. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, funding is a challenge, but it's gotten easier because now I've able to network myself into a community that I did not know. So it's not like if I went back home to Illinois where I knew people, right? And I could rely upon them. Um, here in El Paso, no one knows me, and it's all about who you know. So I'm starting from I started from ground from ground zero, but now I've made some great networks. I've uh, partnered with the city, and it's really it's really worked out well. So now we're actually doing we're doing camps that are free, uh, where we basically do a free camp. And then we, uh, we talk to them about goal setting. We talk to them about uh, the importance of diet and nutrition. And then we give them a free lunch. And then, of course, we play a sport as well.
3: Oh, man. So a little bit of mentoring, a
2: little, men- little bit of mentoring, a little bit of athletics, and then also a free lunch. Uh, and we do it once a month, the first day of every month. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been successful, man. It's awesome.
3: You know, Jason knows a lot about more, more about community building than I do. I don't know if you want to add to that, Jason, explore that.
1: Yeah. So interestingly enough, put this in your memory bank. It's easy to remember sharing the credit.com sharing the credit.com. Um, they, so to them. Did you really talk to them, merchant company? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. Thanks. <laughs> so I talked talk, talk to them, but Is didn't it, have a whole lot of, success
1: with them is that how you got here Mm, no through him through will
2: oh yeah 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 He recommended
1: yeah yep okay yeah 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 so they're 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 really good if you can get plugged into their network and also uh I mean, the whole merchanting thing, that's a whole different conversation, but, but they do a lot of good and they do a lot of good in the veteran community. Um, mm-hmm. it's a longer, it's a longer process, but if you just hang in there and get everything done with it, it's a very great program, especially for charities, for sure.
2: Um, I had a, I had a guy, a guy, but, uh, he didn't want to change the problem. I ran into a business owners. didn't want to change their, their, like their software, right. Their POS systems and things of that nature.
1: Yeah. Well, there, there's always some that, that aren't going to restaurants are very difficult. You know, there are a lot that are difficult in certain things, but, but if you can get just a couple of the businesses that currently donate to you, and I don't want to make this about uh, donating, but, But if you can get a few of those companies that donate to you, it's easy money for, for your charity. And that's the challenge for charities. I I was just at, uh, regardless of what your political views are or any of that kind of stuff, but, but I was at, it's called save the stork. So they're a very uh, pro-life, pro-life charity um, here in Colorado. And, me and will black he's the ceo of that company i got invited to that and man i gotta tell you once you get connected back into that community of you know that charitable community based type of stuff it's pretty amazing and you know i do lots of stuff with homes for heroes and and other other charities um too we have heart-to-heart coffee um so there's several others too that we really support and it's important and it's important to have them have a good mission right and it sounds like you got a good heartfelt mission and however we can help get that message out brother let's get it out <laughs> let's get it out right here <laughs> yeah
2: yeah actually uh, I just started another business um, a for-profit business. So, I might actually be able to use that in my own business mm-hmm. to support my nonprofit as well.
1: I see. Yeah. Yeah. You
3: bet. You have to think outside yeah. the box huh. that way.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's part of being oh, a business man. owner, is thinking outside the box. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man.
3: So, yeah. So,
2: and then we're so go ahead. With that for profit. With that for profit, maybe I'll meet more business owners, and then I can talk to them about that as well. But yeah, it, it could work.
3: Yeah, man, I really love the mission. I think, I think not enough people focus on how much the youth is going to impact the future economy, um, whether it's education or or. Uh, extracurricular activities outside of the home and how they can get involved with that. It really develops character, which ultimately develops the people in the workforce. Right. And that's something that I think a few generations have sort of missed out on, (laughs) on helping, uh, helping lead the charge on that. Uh, So kudos to you for being the kind of entrepreneur that actually understands passing the baton over and and what that means and how you prepare that, because that's really the only way it's going to be done, uh, especially with the way the economies are and, you know, forget about it. But uh, with that said, what is it that uh, beyond the the obstacle of finding fundraising and doing all that, um, do you have your sights set on any particular goal specifically that you're trying to achieve with uh, with the the nonprofit?
2: So, so the nonprofit, obviously, um, we're getting to the point now where we're starting to. So you know, the camps are great. They're very they're very successful. Uh, but we're getting to the point now where we're actually going to give a t-shirt to every kid that comes to a camp and we're actually, so if we do a soccer camp, all the kids that come, which are usually 20 to 30 kids per, per month, will actually walk away with a t-shirt and a ball to go back to their home and play soccer at home. Right? So we're getting to the point now where we can actually provide, so we do the camp, right? Teach about goal setting and and healthy nutrition. And then when they leave, they get a free t-shirt and they get a free basketball, softball, basketball, I mean, football, whatever. That way they can actually play a sport, stay active back at their home place.
3: Oh man, pathway to sports for the win, man. <laughs> um, so now Wayne, uh, if you had, if you had the red carpet and you could tell anybody, Hey, I want you to go here to check out more, to, to, to get in touch with me specifically, if you want to be a part of this, where would you want people to to actually connect with you about that?
2: Yeah. So our website is uh, www.pathway.com to sports.org. That's our website. And it tells you about the camps, tells you about uh, my story, tells you there's a donate page. Um, I mean, there's all the information. And then also on uh, Instagram, we're at a pathway to sports ELP on IG Uh, and then Facebook. We're at pathway to sports as well. So we're on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, and we have a website as well. Um, So yeah, if you want to find out about our mission and our cause, you know, if you're, if you're a philanthropist and you want to kind of, you know, donate, and I would just say that uh, no donation is too large, of course, but uh, but also no donation is too small either because every little bit helps. So if you're like, hey, man, I can only do like, you know, 10 bucks. Hey, cool. We appreciate it. Um, and that, that $10 actually goes a long way for us.
3: Nice. Now, let's take this chance to talk about the new business that you launched if you can. Can you talk about it? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're in El Paso, right? We have uh, 270 days of sunlight. So, you know, of course we have food trucks, right? Um, so I was like, you know what? What kind of food trucks do they have for desserts? Like a cold treat because it's so hot out here. And all they have is Kona Shave Ice. I was like, well, Kona Shave Ice is nice. I was stationed in Hawaii. I was like, but uh, it's not the healthiest, right? It's just ice and some sugary syrup. So I said, you know, is there an alternative? So I ran across uh, this great organization called Peach Wave, and Peach Wave is a yogurt licensing company. So I said, you know what? I'm going to start a frozen yogurt truck. Um, one doesn't exist here in El Paso, so it's, it's frozen yogurt, and they have an option that's vegan. They have an option that's non-dairy. So I said, you know what? We're going to provide a a healthy alternative, a healthy alternative to a cold snack in the summertime. That is not only uh, nutritional, um, but it's also cold and refreshing.
3: Oh man! So yeah. We're
2: gonna- we're gonna be the first, uh, the first frozen yogurt truck here in El Paso.
3: I just love how that ties into the other work that you're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's still, it's still related that way. And man, brick and mortar businesses, especially like a like a moving truck, the overhead and things of that nature. That you're you're funding all that from scratch yourself.
2: Um, I mean, so obviously, so the license obviously doesn't cost anything, and they don't take any of your, uh, they don't take any of your revenue. Uh, you signed an agreement to to buy the truck for five years. So the truck is 83,000. Obviously I put down 15% and I'm going to finance, I'm going to finance it. Uh, But the profit margins are good. And uh, I said the problem, the problem we don't have that most will have is you have a seasonal, a seasonal type thing, right? Um, You have winters in the season and all that stuff here in El Paso. It's done for (laughs) 270 days. So I can sell frozen yogurt like nine months out of the year.
3: Oh man.
2: Yeah.
1: Now you're a, From marine to yogurt peddler, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Peddler? I don't really like peddler, but uh, maybe maybe frozen yogurt uh, businessmen. Yeah. <laughs> but the cool thing is, it's frozen yogurt. It's Italian gelato and uh, fruit smoothie. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay, so how can people support the growth of that? Uh, is it low? Because it's it's local based um Is there anything anyone who's not in El Paso can do to help your business?
2: Um, I mean, so not in El Paso, um, I mean, they can they could tell all these friends or family they have. Um, yeah. You know, we're we're, we're on Instagram we already. We're uh, it's Peach Wave nine one five on IG, so we're already we're already networking and getting the word out about our start date in July, so people know that we're coming. We we're already advertising uh, our specials already, so they know we're going to have daily specials for like first responders, teachers. Wellness Wednesday, uh, and again, the great thing is it ties into a healthy nutrition. We're trying to get we're trying to get kids and adults uh, to be active, to eat healthy. Uh, so the tie in also is the, the nonprofit and the profit. that kind of run together, right? It's all about activity. It's about positive mental attitude, goal setting, um, and, and a healthy diet.
3: I love this, man. You know, I, I don't know. It's a stretch. I remember, oof, I'm talking like five years ago. I met a company that uh, was started by two kids who started building skate parks to help uh, keep kids off the streets and from doing bad things. And I think there might be a collaboration of sorts uh, that could happen there. Uh, I'll see. It's been a while, but I'm I'm still in touch with them somehow. I'll, I'll look up online and see if I can put you guys in touch. Maybe there's some kind of collab you guys can do. Uh, are there any skate parks in El Paso that are relatively well known in that area? Um, so there's
2: a, couple, there's a couple of skate parks in El Paso. Yeah
3: all right hopefully i just think that there's something there man i just because i find that most kids who are active in one tend to do well or excel in other sports as well such as soccer or vice versa uh actually especially soccer players to skateboarding the strong legs go along. The way. cool thing about
2: soccer man is we actually have a uh we actually have a semi-pro soccer team here called the el paso locomotives hey oh man we have a uh, we also have the, the the minor league team for the el, for the uh San Diego Padres is here called El Paso Chihuahuas. So El Paso is a sports town, man.
3: I love it, man. It makes all, it makes a lot of sense now, a pathway to sports. Okay. Uh, Jason, you have any questions or anything you want to bounce off of that?
1: Well, hey, I, well, the one thing I always kind of like to try to get from business owners is what's a struggle that you've really had? Yeah, you know, it, it could be the nonprofit, right? What's a major struggle that you could share with a young CEO today that they wouldn't have to take that arrow?
2: What would that be? So I did a um, I did a free program called "Vet the CEO."
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it was free. It was about I don't know, about four weeks, uh, and it basically kind of went you. It kind of walked you through the business, um, like ownership, entrepreneurship. Um, my thing would be is if you're going to uh, get out of the military, um, you know, a lot of times we get, we get comfortable, right? We're comfortable in the military because it's, it, it's relatively easy, right? Um, so we're, we're kind of afraid, man. I would just tell people, and I talked to a friend of mine. He had been in the Marine Corps for 30 years as well, and he's like, hey, man, I got this idea. And I'm like, it'll work. I'm like, what are you waiting for? So my advice would be like, don't hesitate. Don't overthink it. Like, if you're 70% positive you want to do it and you've already walked the numbers and everything looks good, hey, take that leap. Um, but I would also say reach out to other, other veteran entrepreneurs that have businesses and ask for their advice, their recommendations, and maybe have them mentor you, right? I mean, the veteran, the veteran network is phenomenal. I'm like, these guys and gals, right, are, are selfless. They served our country. Um, they're great speakers. They're responsible for tons of people and tons of equipment. So they make great entrepreneurs. I mean, all the way back to World War II, right? World War II veterans got out. They came back home. They went to college. Uh, they opened up businesses. The same thing is happening now, right? You're seeing, you're kind of seeing a revival of that, that entrepreneur spirit. Uh, so I would just say, don't be afraid to reach out to other veterans and ask for their recommendations and advice, and maybe seek mentorship from those guys and gals. Yeah. Yeah. For
1: sure, yeah, man.
3: All right. Well, go ahead. yeah, go ahead.
1: You're going to drop your question bomb? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the, <laughs> the the big finale,
3: the question that I always like to ask people because I'm always curious about it. Um, if you could have invited anybody here today, Wayne, like dead or alive to listen to the things you were talking about, your journey, maybe even contribute to the conversation, who would you have loved to have had here and why?
2: Um. So that's, that's a tough question, obviously. Um, but for me, it's personal, right? Uh, so for me, I would invite my grandmother. Um, she passed away about five years ago at the age of 90, uh, but she was, she was instrumental into my success and my development, uh, Like I, said, I grew up a, I grew up with a single mom, um, and a uh, welfare food stamps, so we struggled a lot. Uh, and she was kind of like the rock, right? She brought the family together. But uh, she was the one who kind of, you know, kept me on a straight and narrow. Whenever I got in trouble, she was always there. Um, so, yeah, I would basically invite her back and say, hey, look, you know, uh, obviously I was doing okay. I was still in the Marine Corps when she passed away. But uh, but since then, you know, we've done this, 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 this. Um, you know, just just total thank you, man. I mean, um, grandparents play, play an, instrumental, uh, an instrumental part in the development of young men and women. Uh, and in my case, she was one. I mean, I mean the last spanking I got uh, was when I was 12 years old with a belt from her um and I, I never i never you know you can't you can't belt kids nowadays but uh back then you could um so i got a i got a i got a firm you know butt spanking at the age of 12 with a belt and i never got in trouble since then so it must have worked
3: <laughs> it's funny i was this, hit with a belt a lot as a kid so i know what you mean <laughs>
2: there's some something about that
1: leather coming out of them belt loops and the sound it makes right <laughs> oh yeah
2: it's, it's like pretty, a, it's like a Jedi sword, man. It's
1: like, <laughs> it's pretty distinct.
3: Oh, man. It's so funny. Uh, awesome. Everyone who knows the pain never forgets it. They say, hey, yeah, you yeah, right. set me straight. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ah, uh, Wayne, man, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to hear your journey and your mission, man. So pure, uh, so needed in 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 the world across. And I'm glad that El Paso has you. Um, again, let's reiterate where people can connect with you and what you want them to know. What links you want them to visit?
2: Yeah. So, uh, if you want to contribute and find out about our mission, the nonprofit where we help underprivileged young men and women, uh, you know, fund fund our camps, for example. Uh, it's www.pathwaytosports.org. Um, you know on our, our ice cream truck, I mean our, our frozen yogurt truck, we're the we're the first frozen yogurt truck here in El Paso, which is pretty exciting. Um, because we're gonna offer a, a healthy, cool, refreshing alternative to uh, a non-health other non-healthy options, right? So we're on Instagram um, at peachwave915. And if you're thinking about opening up a, uh, a frozen yogurt style, a frozen yogurt location or you want to have something that has less overhead and do maybe the first newer truck, I would say, go to, you know, go to peachwave.com and look up peachwave because um, you, you can do brick and mortar, uh, but you can also do the mobile uh, kitchen, which I'm doing because it gives me more flexibility and it also has less overhead. So yeah, peachwave is a great company. I would definitely search them out if you're interested in uh, looking at a healthy alternative.
1: Right on.
3: Jason, any final thoughts?
1: Yeah, I always like to say this. We have 168 hours in the week. You took one hour to be here with us. Um, So I appreciate that. We all have a lot of stuff going on every day in our company, so on and so forth. So thanks for being here with us. Make sure you connect with both myself and Philip on uh, LinkedIn. That's kind of where we hang out the most. Make sure you connect with us there so we can help support your mission, brother.
3: All right, Wayne, thanks for stopping by, man.
1: I appreciate it. Have a
0: good day. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advice on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and always remember, if you can dream it, And believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.